0: Hi, Ella here. Hey, Dad. Yeah? Knock, knock. Who's there? I Ipe poo. Ugh. Yes. Jenna and Dad are still doing this. I know they love having their chats and catch-ups. I hope you are enjoying listening to them. It wouldn't be the worst if you helped them out by getting in touch and sending them ideas, comments and feedback. Check out their Insta or email them at DadGamePodcast or at DadGamePodcast at Lookout.com.
1: That's Outlook.com, but as close as Jono gets it. Thanks, Ella. You're welcome.
0: Welcome to episode 33 of the Dad Game Podcast, in which we thought we'd start a conversation around what's our purpose and what story uh, we are trying to write, so Dell and I thought this is a good direction for the podcast to go in, and it's something that would be very engaging for you listeners. It's um, shaping up to be a bit of a more vulnerable and an open series compared to sort of what we've, we've recorded so far. So let's see how that goes. We thought we'd talk a little bit about this off the back of last episode with David Fraser. We will use a lot of the works from Ben Crow, who we've mentioned many times before, to shape what we talk about in the coming episodes. And we'll also have another special guest on in between some of these episodes too. So we thought we wanted to lay a little bit out for you guys about what we're we're going to talk about down the track. And before I welcome Dallas though, I just wanted to say a big thank you as always to Ocean Soul for their continued support of the podcast. Check out their website, ocean-soul.com.au or their Facebook page, Ocean Soul AU, for the best eco-friendly products on the market. Apply the code DADGAME10 with a number 10 at checkout for a 10% discount. So welcome, Dallas. How are you this fine evening?
1: Mate, freezing. Win, <laughs> winter has come, yep. um, but it's all good. It, it's great to be talking to you. We're probably going to say this every fortnight, but it feels like it's a long time since, yeah. we, since we get to chat. And yep. um, I know we're both really busy and you know, still looking to dedicate a lot of time to to this process and, and keep catching up, as we always said we would. But you're going well and really good to, to chat to you. Plenty to talk about.
0: Yeah, well, last time we spoke and we caught up on the podcast, we talked to David Fraser um, about his sort of journey and the balance between being a, a professional artist and, a, and mm. a full-time father of four. And I thought a lot came out of that episode. It was a nice chat. It was good to, good to talk to my uncle there. And I'm sitting here looking at a couple of his, his paintings up on the wall now, or his prints up on the wall. So yeah. it's always um, inspirational. And, and yeah, we thought a bit came out of this last time.
1: Yeah. And yeah. we
0: thought we might be able to go on with that for the next few weeks.
1: I think listening to him speak and then going back and actually listening to the episode i think um hello my alice just walked in hey long hello. time see ella hi. Say, say hello hi oh geez you saying good night yeah all right goodnight. good night
0: she saw the live on air yeah that's Thing right up on the wall didn't she and she was straight in on the door needed some
1: air time yeah yeah, I, I think so listening live, it was really engaging and, and and a fantastic sort of story to hear. But I think going back and listening to the episode again on A Walk With The Dog, it dawned on me that, you know, so successful people, and, and David is certainly one of those, you know, in, in many aspects would be deemed successful, that there's still a mission to find more purpose or or, or more balance or more things in his life and yeah. I love what he does with his artwork I love how he's found a way to sort of mash those passions and his skill sets and all those together but I also really loved his vulnerability and his openness to sort of talk about areas of improvement he's still looking for and balance he's looking for in his family life and and yeah. ways to be I suppose more I wouldn't say patient because I think he's he's a relaxed patient sort of guy but you know ways to sort of put as much effort and dedication and passion into those things in his life as he does with his artwork. And, you know, I'm not an artist a, a, at all like that. And so I can only imagine how hard it would be, but they're sort of the stories I sort of took from him, but it's so nice to know. And as an older father th- than us, it's nice to know that it's, it's not a process where you just have to figure it out. You know, yeah. there's, there's yeah. figuring out all the way along. So yeah, yep. it was, um it was good to listen back to that.
0: Good stuff. Uh um, hey, I see you got a drink there, mate. What are you drinking tonight?
1: Sipping rum. Um, <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was gonna make an uh I, to laugh. A, yeah. I was gonna have an Irish coffee tonight because it's freezing. I've just yeah. sort of got home from work and I thought, oh, a nice Irish coffee would be nice, but yeah, I sort of thought, no, nah, I'll just go the straight rum and sip yeah. on that while I'm talking here. It was easier yeah. to make.
0: No, I'm I'm sticking to the Queensland. Uh, well, I was going to say Queensland Roots, but I don't actually have Queensland Roots. But I I think I've had this before. I've just got the 4X Summer Bright beers, the low-carb beers. So I'm basically getting a six-pack as I sit here drinking this. Yeah, nice. So Hey, I um, got away over the weekend, though. Finally yes. had a successful night away with the boys and the wife at a little high-rise apartment with the in-laws. Excellent. It was Gigi's birthday, so the boy's grandma, her birthday, and it was one we yep. thought we'd celebrate. So after the rain of about 45 days straight finally cleared up it worked out quite well for us um going out there in the in the sun and boys had a bit of time in the beach etc slept well and everything so yeah great pretty happy with that but we uh, we took them out on saturday night for their first fine dining experience uh-huh. okay and we got through the whole night you know one of those things where you buy the banquet and it takes yeah. it's all the like tappers and takes like three hours to eat the thing mm-hmm. so yeah they've had their fine dining experience about 30 years before i think i had mine.
1: Yeah, I know oh, I think yeah, about that with, I think about that with Alice sometimes like oh my god you are so lucky like you know our idea of a french restaurant was hungry Jacques <laughs> um, <laughs> like, it was um it was few and far between I, I I that we would go out like that and then I say to Alice sometimes like she knows how to water from the you know the menus and everything now it's just um they're pretty lucky but <laughs> I remember this is going back a long time ago when we first started the podcast you were coming off the back of a a staycation that was yeah. not, not overly successful. No. You sort no, of ended did. up coming home more stressed than you sort of left. Yeah. Do you feel you've as a family evolved and learned some lessons and were able to take them into this one and and be yeah. much more successful?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that even did that even make it to air? I remember yeah, we were I talking think so. about that really early on. Yeah. I yeah. um well, what we did this time, which is not something I'd I'd want to do quite often, but at the other place we tried to sleep both boys in the same room.
1: Okay.
0: Uh which is fine but if one wakes up then the other one wakes up which is what happened. Yeah. Um I think Josh woke up and then that woke Jack up. So this time we thought right Yana slept with Jack in the double bed mm-hmm. and I slept in the the twin room with Josh in his little cot. Mm. And so neither boy really woke up. I think Jack fell out of bed once but he's okay. Um but yeah I think that's that was sort of one thing we took away from it. We went back and we we looked at the tape and thought okay where would we go wrong last time Absolutely. and this Good helped review. so yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want to do that regularly. I'd rather stay in the same bed as my wife, obviously. But yep. this time, just for the one night and with the, with the in-laws there and everything, we all wanted to sleep. So, yeah, it worked well. There's a little hack for anyone if they just want to get through maybe one night. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> the weather helped too. We were out and about. The boys were out. And the other thing is just you just got to go out for meals. And our boys eat really well. So on on these sort of occasions, we feel like it's okay to give them a bowl of chippies or something. And, you know, that's yep. going to take them 35 minutes to eat all the chips. But they don't stop. But it keeps right. them quiet. So you just keep feeding them. That's my key.
1: Uh, I like that. I like a good review, some, some hard yeah. lessons, you know, 360-degree <laughs> feedback, you know, saddle up for round two. Good stuff.
0: Now, you came to me. I, I'm going to let you go with this because on our little script here, you've just written in a little title called Parent Whoops Moments. Yeah. And I'm so, not sure where this is going to go, but I wanted to hand it over
1: to you, mate. Oh, look, it, it comes off the bat, and I don't want this to be seen I don't want this to be seen in any bad in any bad light. But as we interview a lot of guests, you know, one of the questions we ask a lot of the time is things you can improve on. And, and they're more, you know, your holistic approaches you can improve on. But recently something happened to me where I realised, look, parents get things wrong, right? That, yep. um, whether it's sometimes quite big things that you've got to learn from. And as we spoke about just before, the 360 degree feedback comes into <laughs> things. And other times it's just little things you get wrong. You misread the play. <laughs> you, you, you know you make assumptions about your kids or about the situation and you don't quite get it right and i feel yeah. like dads in, in their more laid-back traditional kind of laid-back way can sort of find themselves in these moments a bit yeah. so i took our out to lunar park a little while back and you, you go to lunar park and it's supposed to be you know just a fun day it's an amusement park it's supposed to be one of the days of their lives you know and it was really great. I met my brother there and, and my nephew, who's just a couple of years younger than Allah and the, the four of us were just going to have a, a cracking day. And we're also planning some some context here. as so we're planning some trips or a trip maybe to get across to Disneyland at some point soon.
0: Ooh, yeah. And so
1: with all of that context, I said to Allah, let's go to Luna mm-hmm. Park. She goes, you know what? Because I can't wait to get to Disneyland. I'm going to go on every ride at Luna Park. I said, oh, okay, okay, yeah. that'd be cool yeah so we get in there we buy an all-day pass and we're in there and then this massive ride scary huge tall ride kids screaming you can you can tell there's going to be puke there later on (laughs) and ella goes i'll go on that i said all right all right let's do it and then once we got in line she started to panic a little bit a young girl in front of us actually um turned around and said you'll be right i've been on it a few times and she was only probably a year or two older than ella so without forcing her because i did give her the out all the way along but was encouraging i encouraged her onto this ride and it was one where the two of us sort of sit next to each other and it's sort of like on a big it spins upside down round and round full pendulum spinny sort of thing probably oh god 50 foot (laughs) in the air (laughs) and just as we sit down she says i'm not so sure i said well this is come on your last chance but I really think you should stay. So I sort of encouraged and nudged her to stay. Yeah. The ride sets off. She loses it. Now I'm not talking just screams out of fear. Yeah. She's off. Like she's <laughs> in another world. And in my stressed attempt to sort of calm her down, I'm now sort of yelling at her. Like, cause you can't, you're locked in, you know, you can't, I can't see her. Yeah, We're both locked in. So now I'm yelling at her, come on, calm down. You, you know, you, you can't breathe. You can't breathe. And she's yelling at me back and I'm yelling at her. the entire, I don't remember the ride. I just remember <laughs> yelling, like we were having a fight in 50 foot in the air.
0: How many other people are in this thing? Anyone
1: else? Oh, There's like, there's probably 14 sets of two, yep. you know, in, in and around the place. My brother's witnessing this whole thing. So he's yes. watching me completely mark up my dad, yep. my dadding. Yep. And when we get off, the ride. My brother is just looking at me, going, "That wasn't good." And now I'm in like defensive dad mode. Oh no! You know, I, I <laughs> okay. gave her the option not to go because here I am just yep. wrapped with guilt. Other people are just staring at me like, "You can't." is <laughs> still up ahead, and there is this classic photo. And yes, actually, I can put us. it up on Insta. Yeah, dude. Of me and Allah yelling at each other <laughs> on the ride.
0: <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> Yeah, so, I've got some classic photos of those. Yeah.
1: I felt bad. My reaction to the high stressful situation was it led a little bit to be desired as well. <laughs> but maybe it was other than letting, you know, I was putting all the responsibility on Allah to tell me if she didn't want to go. Yeah. Maybe in hindsight, I should have read the play a little bit better and said, Look, <laughs> Not ready for this one and dealt with the crying or the disappointment of not going on the ride. Yeah, more so than dealing with the fact that now she just doesn't trust me when it comes to rides. So look, it's a vulnerable moment. It's a moment I I didn't even really want to share with my brother at the time because I did feel, you know, embarrassed and guilty a little bit. But hey, that's what this podcast is about, hey? No,
0: I love it. On the topic of those photos, (laughs) I've got a few funny ones. Or maybe they're not funny, but i got a great one of my brother over in in the UK. We were on this ride and it just took off from zero to, oh, goodness knows what, like 200 k's an hour. And he had his hands in the air. Then all of a sudden there's a picture of him screaming with his hands on his head. And we had it on our fridge for about two years because it just like perked me up every day I saw it. I got yeah. another one too. I used to try and pull that thing off. You know when you you knew where the cameras were and you'd be yes asleep. yes that classic dad move. But I wasn't a
1: dad. Classic dad move.
0: And then I've got another one. And it's one of the low points in my life. I I saw them coming, the cameras, and I knew they were there. And I didn't know what to do, so I just gave them both the bird. Yes. And then like which is which is pretty bogan. But then at the end, when I got there and looked at the the camera or the photos, I should say they cover them up with like the sign. So I was at Dreamworld with the Dreamworld sign. And I said to the girl there, I said, oh, what they got them for? She goes, yeah, because you can't do that. It's offensive. I was like, yeah, that, I'm not. What born. I love about <laughs> that. I felt so bad.
1: Think about the way that organization works, right? Yeah. They have come up with a solution because clearly so many it people have done the that time. before. Yeah, like That's not a random act. Nah. Um, You were talking about dad moves on the roller coaster rides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, so love the sleep one on, yeah, on the yeah, kids' rides. That's awesome. The other one is screaming at the wrong time. Yeah, <laughs> And Allah loves it now, but I used to embarrass her. So at the time when the, you know, when the roller coaster is like slowly ticking up, you start yeah. screaming then. Yeah. And when the roller coaster comes back into dock, like at yeah. the end, you keep screaming and you always get a laugh. You'll yeah, always, but you, you'll get a lot of cringes, but you'll yeah. always get a laugh.
0: Yeah, classic. It's um funny. Yeah, When you wrote, or you said parent whoops moments, I had something that come to mind. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't to do with that. It was actually to do with a theme park sort of we went to a little kiddies like pet petting zoo sort of park yep. that's pretty popular up here yep. and if you follow me on instagram you probably saw this whole thing play out because i had a fair few stories going on but
1: yeah, I've, I've blocked was... you so I'll, yeah, oh yeah fair but, enough yeah. <laughs> <I'm>
0: pretty boy <boring. laughs> at least i don't put up photos of just my food well, or once space.
1: you once that thirst trap thing came up i was it. <laughs> i had enough i, I don't uh, want to think of you like that
0: i forgot about that um <laughs> yeah so i i locked jack our eldest in the car at I think he was two and a bit in middle of summer. He, he deserved must have it. Been. Uh, Yeah. He was, he was peeing no. us off a bit. No, 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 no. I, we did that thing where Josh was only a really little baby. He was a month or two old. And Yana was, was pushing him in the pram and I ran ahead. It was a hot day. I thought I'll get in and, and turn the air conditioning oh, on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Get the car cooling down and then put the kids in. So Jack's come up. I put him in, shut his turn the air con on. Yeah. Got Jack in the car. I don't know how I've done this shut that my door the driver's door and then shut his door went around to open up Josh's door with the aircon blasting and the car fully on yeah and it didn't open oh, like the, no. and I was like oh no what's going on with this door so I went around panic. to the other doors and just absolutely <laughs> the panic set in door 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 boot didn't open yeah and it was like what do we do what do we do and thankfully I'm not too bad in moments like this my wife freaks like we've had a few incidents where she just goes like she doesn't know what to say or what to do yeah. and I i looked around i was like right we can smash something with a rock but that's the last thing i want to do the air conditioning's on more so because i couldn't be bothered cleaning up glass yeah, yeah for the next you know year and and getting that replaced and doing all that i was like right we can get him out somehow couldn't get him out um ended up calling i think security came over because they were sort of potting around and RACQ were called and the police get a call from that too so it was a race of which one was going to get to us first ended up having two police cars turn up jack was just sitting in the back luckily i hadn't strapped him in
1: so okay. he just started
0: walking around in the car. I tried calling my phone. Meanwhile, was the, engine's yeah, on, right? yeah, the engine's on, right? Yeah, that the engine's on. He can't reach the pedals <laughs> no, at this stage, Handbrake's right. on. But then I thought, oh, maybe if I call using my phone, I'll just call Yana or something, and the car will pick up the phone call. Yeah. So and I was and I was like, I wonder if he can hear me now. I'm sitting there going, turn the lock, press the button, and he's just <laughs> looking at us, waving, all these people waving in <laughs> that's the window. Awesome. <laughs> um and then some guy walked past. He had tattoos everywhere. He's a nice enough looking guy. But I asked him if he knew how to a break into a car. Oh, you're And cute. I think I offended him. And I was like, yes. oh, sorry, mate. I was <laughs> just in yeah. one of those moods. But anyway, police turned up. They got there first. And I heard <laughs> RACQ Judging like,
1: books by their covers, mate. Right?
0: <laughs> this probably should be one of our topics. The RACQ was coming in. Yeah. Oh, man. But the police got there and they had that little thing that were going to break the window. And I said, no, 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 wait. They're literally a minute away. The guy's coming with his little tool to yeah. get him out. Anyway, long story short, well, that was long, but we got Jack out all of that. But well, the, the thing I haven't told Yana, because we've had this car go wrong a few times, so I'm not entirely sure if this is true or not. I slightly remember hearing like the lock sound as I turned the car on oh, wow! at the very start thinking like, so maybe my thumb pushed the lock button yeah. on the key. But at the same time, this has happened once or twice since. And every time though, I've never left the car on anymore, yeah. but it sort of just randomly locks. I don't know if that's a bit of a dicky thing or not. Yeah. Yeah. So I never really told her that I've always just blamed the car being a bit dodgy and like, how could this possibly lock? Like it shouldn't lock with the cars. The keys are in the ignition anyway, really. No. I thought that was a fail safe, but yeah, there's a whoops moment. So yeah, yeah, I never now turn the car on and shut any doors before putting the kids in and yeah, making sure someone's in the car before yeah. I shut all the doors. But yeah, that was, um that's probably my whoops moment. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad topic actually is it like what haven't you told your wife <laughs> well
1: there's a, there's a few topics in this so what are things you probably haven't told your wife about when it comes yeah. to maybe you know hey don't let the kids eat ice cream before dinner but you let them anyway and they don't and, sleep yeah th- those sorts of things yeah but there's also the you know it's important us as parents is to or as people you just got to laugh about yourself sometimes like these things just happen and yeah. in eras gone by like these things were sort of at times it's just what you know communities were built upon is just people sort of looking after each other after these things went wrong you know they say it takes a village to, to raise to raise a child it's because i think us we're always going to get those moments wrong and yeah. you know we're well intended like you run over to do that to get the car cool you know here i am trying to thinking i'm supporting Allah on a on a big ride because she wants to sort of get brave before disney you know you know what i mean like, but then we lose sight of our or sometimes we just get things wrong or in my space you know i lose sight of what my responsibility is to adult <laughs> in the relationship it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. supposed to be But it's a great topic for people um the whole you know what haven't you sort of told that there's, there's probably a few there that to be discussed, but then I'd if, love to
0: hear some people write some in, yeah, or send us some messages on on yeah, what haven't you told your wife and that you've done as, as a dad?
1: Yeah, and on the topic, versa. on the topic of topics, which yep. is not a sentence you say too often. So obviously, <laughs> this pod, you know, the podcast built on lots of different things, but one of them is us having too many balls in the air <laughs> yeah. or, or hanging out of our busted undies at times. <laughs> yeah. If we're going to get skin <laughs> checks, balls
0: out of the undies. Yeah. Um,
1: but so. I want to throw a few more out there if you're happy yeah, to do it. Yeah.
0: Well, I feel like yeah, we we're you, doing fortnightly episodes. We've talked to David last week, so we haven't had a chance to do this sort of thing for a while.
1: So you had one Let's throw out there that you wanted to ask me.
0: Yeah, actually. Um when I was at the fine dining the other night, I my wife hit the hit the wall about halfway through and couldn't eat anymore. So I just powered through. Yeah. And ate like the whole plate of the chicken that came out. Yes. And then whatever else came out after that, the lamb balls or something. Nice. And I was thinking to myself, like, I think I said to her, if I went in an eating challenge, like I don't need a specific food, but if it was one of those small things, like how many dim sims could you eat or dumplings yeah. or mini sausage rolls or something like that, yeah. I, that would be something. I think I could compete really strongly in. Okay. Like, say if you could, you eat a hundred or something, I'm not going to try it, but yeah. yeah, that's me. Like not one of those big challenges. We've got to eat a kilo of, burger and 500 grams of chips or something mine would be how many of something small could you eat
1: okay what about you by the way i do i will answer that but i do love the fact that you know, in previous episodes, we've talked about you know health and fitness challenges. <laughs> we've we've now evolved to all right. How much can you slam of um, dim yeah. sims or dumplings? <laughs> so mine's a little bit different in this, and I've spoken to friends and and others about this, and I've always flagged it as an option to do. Yep. And it's really easy. I would love to. You know, when you couples go visit couples and you're hanging out and you're doing whatever, yep. I would love to go buy four happy meals, cheeseburger, coke chips Mm. right how quickly you can (laughs) eat a happy meal
0: so yours is a time challenge
1: yeah so you all line up and just as like so you've got to eat all the chips (laughs) the burger (laughs) yeah and you've got to drink the whole coke yeah and it it all starts like the chips are in the packet the burger's wrapped up and the, the coke is you know normal yeah and how quickly you could possibly eat a happy meal
0: how how would you do it? Uh, would you go just like chips in the gobble, put them all in the burger at the same yeah, time? Yeah, well, I think bang?
1: drink the chips if that makes sense. Yep. And while they're like, you know, so you tip all the chips in because it's only a small packs. Yeah, they're small. And man. then it's like you almost crumple the cheeseburger in your hand, you know, in your fist. Yep. Shove it in, <laughs> and then drink down the goblet and just try and wash it all down. But I would love to try that one day. I've always yeah. thrown it up as a bit of a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Everyone always goes, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but never.
0: I, I sat with a mate at uni and he, he ate 10 cheeseburgers in a row. Wow. And not days after being sick, like he had a, mm. had, a, had a stomach problem or a hole in something, a stomach or something like that, and then thought, no, I'll still have a go at it. That was impressive. Deviated
1: stomach. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. Um, so, yeah, okay. So we've got what haven't you told your wife?
1: Well, uh, we've maybe. Got, and what could the, you the,
0: compete in an eating challenge?
1: The what haven't you told your wife? Can we just say like we're talking small scale? Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> exactly. right. You haven't
0: lost the life savings or something. Yeah,
1: or yeah, or you've got another family and you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you do want to tell your wife that, yeah, let us be, yeah, I, be a part. it. that'd be great. Right. Radio, we're,
1: it's a safe place. Okay. Um,
0: well, now another topic. Yeah. I'm gonna. No, I'll let you say this one because you've come up with this one. It's probably a bit more dear to your heart or your head.
1: Uh, yeah thanks um so we had this conversation a few weeks back about obviously my receding hairline yes um where it's essentially when i shave my back i'm shaving all the hair of my head <laughs> at the same time yeah um so the bet i would love to do a thing right the mm. best body from the sports and screen so if you think <laughs> of sports <laughs> Sports and actors, or, or you know, famous-y sort of types of people from yep. sporting areas and from movies. Yep. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe musicians can come into it too. But the best baldies of all time. Yep. And and I was sort of thinking, you know, how they do like maybe at Wimbledon or like With an eastern conference and western conference of like basketball playoffs and stuff, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where we could do like a Jono conference, you pick your <laughs> yeah. four best, and maybe yeah. you can go out and, and ask, and I'll pick my four best, and then we do like a playoff style thing, yeah, to come to a playoff of the two best baldies of all time,
0: yeah, yeah. I um, I'll definitely take advice from people writing in, yeah. that's awesome, yeah.
1: So, just to throw out you know, some of the great. But baldies that I can think of, just straight off the top of my head, you know, you've got your Michael Jordans, you've got Bruce Willis, yes, um, you know, uh, Jason
0: Statham. I was thinking of
1: Jason. Jason Statham. yeah, Burt Newton. Mill (laughs) Hanna. No, no, that's a that's a callback from a long time. But you've got so that you know we uh, it's anyone who's mostly been bald through their their career the not people who may be just at the last moment but yep. i'd love to get at least eight yep. that we can divvy those up and have a playoff together like a, against each other and we can do that pretty pretty good on instagram and, yep. and get people involved
0: keep an eye out on that for that guys yep. yeah we'll, we'll get the votes happening i think that'll be good yeah but right into us tell us who tell us who or um, we'll send in pictures tag yep. us in things of, of awesome bald guys absolutely
1: yeah and the very last one just not not for people who are I do it a lot and I know Mickey A our good mate from from the podcast does it yeah. as well. It's just come up with your your sporting teams. I, I you know and you you create little rules. You can also do it with bands like create the best band you can think of with you know oh, the, yeah. your best drummer, your best singer and come up with a super group you know in your own head for different genres. But but I do it with sporting teams. Like for example, I've written my all Australian all-time Redhead football team
0: (laughs) so you got to pick like what 18 to 22
1: you you pick 22 red coach yeah and in their positions so you don't you know recently i think i tagged you in it yeah you're good on this all australian afl players with a color as a surname so people with black gray green brown white brown yep and you pick your best 22 i've also (laughs) done it with cricket teams and the more rules or the more sort of strict you you create, it can be really fun to do. I know Mickey and and myself did one a while back on a, on a train ride actually just to fill in the time. So that's so much fun to do. If anyone feels like sending us their best test team, you know, with all left-handers or there, you got to pick one player from each test playing nation um, maybe or, or football teams or whatever. It's a real fun Time passer. If you, particularly if you're on the toilet hiding from the family, it's a great twenty to thirty minute exercise.
0: Knowing us, we'll probably probably forget, but we should we should set a topic every week. Yeah. So it should be like the best cricketers, like you said, left-handers. Pick that this time. Next time, you can pick the what is it? Basketball. Five to ten players of, I yeah. don't know something or other. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. That's awesome. So, what do we Heaps. what do we throw up then? Like ten different things. So yeah. If I can't rattle them off, people just go back and, and can rewind on a few of those. But we're, we're happy to hear. So I know someone like Mick will give us a rundown of each point that we've said, or you can just give us one of those. That'd be great.
1: And we figure trying to engage with our fans, Jono, is a bit like throwing darts at the dartboard. We figure if we throw enough, (laughs) one might hit a bullseye. So if anyone writes back to any of these, we'll be stoked. So um, yeah, it's awesome.
0: Yep. And also if I talk about eating challenges, if someone, if people have done an eating challenge too, let us know how you went, Mm-hmm. what it was i know this has been done on on shows before but obviously i haven't heard anything from our listeners so it yeah. would be pretty awesome to hear and if there's any around us i don't know if i want to do any right now but i'll be happy to go and watch someone else do it yeah. <laughs> let us know okay let's move on to correspondence really quickly and then we'll get into a little bit of some of the other stuff that we're going to go through throughout the night we've got a first time correspondent and and it came off one of our posts uh mm-hmm. with david fraser so it's from janet lee wilson and she wrote congratulations on the interview with david fraser loved his honest down-to-earth comments certainly an inspiring example of vulnerability so enjoyed the humor again congratulations keep up the brilliant podcast so thanks janet
1: yeah so do you you know is janet friend of yours on instagram or anything
0: no, no i don't know janet she Jordan jumped on after david's episode yeah. so it's actually my mom is it really yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I thought i'd tell you that live on air but yeah there it is yep. well
0: like, there's no she's got no photos no. so i was like okay this is either a fake person or thanks, mum. or a troll um but no it ends up being a real yeah. person which is awesome and so thanks David. just for the record I john i called you, you a troll so <laughs> keep coming no in the in the instagram context but hopefully she knows what that means she does live
1: under a bridge yeah yeah awesome so
0: no well i'm really glad to hear from your mum dallas we've got the whole family on board now um i want to give a shout out to alex and now you know probably a little bit more about this than i do but alex regular listener and and long-time contributor now has been doing the lend us some muscle campaign and that was i think we donated a little bit to alex didn't we there and we we put us something out not long ago that he could um that, that people could donate to. Yeah. So he posted where he was at so far. He's raised over $1,500, over $1,600 actually. Yeah. Uh, for his chosen charity there on the Lend Us Some Muscle campaign. Mm-hmm. And he posted today that, or how many things he had yep. done.
1: So I can run time. through them if, if you like. Yeah, go for it. So in that period of time, which was... Uh, so, his goal was 50 bicep curls a day in May. Yep. And I, uh, but in that time, in May, he did 1,550 bicep curls. Um, so, he's pretty, he will have arms close Guns. to mine soon.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, he ran Lake Wenderee twice. Yep. 100 burpees in 10 minutes. That just makes yeah. me feel sick. Yeah, I don't like that. 20 Turkish get ups. Yep. Get um, up. Yeah. And uh, 30 squats. So it's fair to say that the biceps are probably pumped more than the uh, old quads there, Alex, but <laughs> that's okay. Yep. Um, you can always get away with top off pants on, yep. but good on you. And it's awesome. And he's gone well over, you know, his goal, raising money. Yep. Um, and it's also, I just wanted to sort of add to that. So Alex, you know, it's people like this who, who join challenges like this that, that actually not only are you getting yourself healthy, not only are you raising money for fantastic causes, but you're, you're actually inspiring other people. Um, I can say that you've inspired myself. And another friend of mine, um, I'll, I'll give a shout-out to um, Josh King, who started another fitness challenge yep. and actually inspired me this morning to, to dial in and, and do the same. So it's – what's it called? It is called – because I've just, just signed up for it. It's the Push-Up Challenge. Yep and it's actually raising money and awareness for um, mental health and mental health support programs the challenge is to do around about 131 push-ups a day over 24 days starting on the 1st of June Oof. i'll put Oof. on our instagram how people can sponsor me but also how people can go to the to the links and, and sponsor other people so if you actually just go to the push-up challenge website and then you can just find a how did you do it for me before yeah, you... I've
0: I've just done it? So if you go yeah. to the, the pushupchallenge.com.au or you just type in pushup challenge into Google. Yeah. So when you come into the page, it's like an orange page with a white background, you click on the menu and if you scroll down or just look down a little bit, there's a, a search area that says find a legend. Yeah. You need to type in Dallas Martin and then you find yourself there. And you got a picture of yourself, and that's where you can sort of put the money in and and yeah. donate and do what you want to do from there. It even says you can have a team. So yeah, man, I wish I knew about this earlier. Next year, maybe we should make a dad game team.
1: Yeah. And and it's come off the back of, you know, conversation that our listeners have had with us over the last little bit in correspondence around, you know, is there a dad game fitness challenge or is there something yeah. we can do? And and look, we I would love nothing better than really sit down and, and work through something we could do as a group. But I suppose in lieu of that and really trying to, you know, find what works for us all is, I'm so inspired by the fact that, oh, look, I'm looking for something to kickstart my healthy habits again. Yeah. And then seeing people like Alex and, and Josh and others do not only a healthy challenge for themselves, but for charity, yep. that was the inspiration I needed. So starting tomorrow after my sipping rum and <laughs> before, <laughs> before I go to work, yep. I'll I'll kick off with 131 push ups tomorrow. Ooh, yeah. And then over the next 24 days, I'll rip myself to shreds, mate. I'll be popping. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Love it. Well, anybody who wants to get on board, as Della said, get on pushupchallenge.com.au. If you yeah. want to talk to us though, or you want to correspond with us. There's a couple of different ways to do that. On Instagram, we are at dadgamepod, at dadgamepod and on email or by email, I should say we are careful. Yeah. I'm just double checking this. We are, dad game podcast at outlook.com.
1: It's amazing. Now, before we get off this, don't hit the bongos yet. No. Hold the bongos.
0: No. Okay.
1: Brett has also hit us up. Oh and yeah. Thanks Brett. Love your feedback all through our EPS and everything, but yeah. just said that off the back of Dave's episode, you know, best episode yet. So easy going and a real legend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was talking about me, but I'm not sure. But anyway, um, <laughs> Loving hearing the name-checking of some of Brett's all-time favourite musos. And I I know, uh, you know, stepping away from that sort of sporting scene and all that, that we have, you know, uh, uh, unapologetically, I suppose, hooked hooked our wagon to for a while, but did really love the change up there and and was a big fan. So thanks for the feedback, Brett. It was great.
0: Dad hack of the week this week. We're going to take one from a a listener and a a regular contributor that everybody knows pretty well now is Mick. Mick mick a as we know mick's got a little little son miles he's not very old 12 weeks old about i think he says here so he's written to us hey guys dad hack 12 week old won't go to sleep pop on metallica and out like a light who would have thought that the earthy tones of james hetfield would do the (laughs) trick so i wrote back and said that's great is there any song in particular and he went oh nothing else matters of course because one of the more mellow ones seems to work a little bit better um and i think you piped in there and said probably enter sandman's probably not gonna
1: yeah i'm not sure you want to be singing to your kid you know sleep with one eye open
0: (laughs) Uh, i thought it was quite funny that reminded me the first night jack was born we went to the you know into the hospital room in the in the bedroom there and trying to get some sleep we're like what do we do with this little guy and we ended up putting on the barefoot investor podcast. So the first thing you ever listened to was all about stocks and bonds and ways yeah. to save money and stuff. So if he turns out to be quite a little financial guy, then we've done our job, but yeah, we just didn't know what to do. We thought some white noise or background noise would help. And it did for that bit. So yeah. anyone else who's having trouble getting their kids to sleep, put on some Metallica or a different podcast. I hear yeah. dad game works pretty well.
1: Imagine listening to barefoot investor to heavy metal music mixed, <laughs> mix the two together.
0: Yeah, that'd work great. <laughs> Okay. As mentioned earlier in the, in the podcast tonight, we're just going to set up quite briefly what's to come over the yeah. next few episodes and, and sort of the direction we want to take our podcast in. Obviously, we've talked about now for 30 odd episodes, different strategies around well-being and mindfulness and mental health a little bit, et cetera. Yeah. And now we, we want to really start delving into something that's a little bit more, I don't know, yeah. what's the word? Vulnerable? Vulnerable bit more meaty yeah um and it's around the topic of what's our purpose what's our story
1: yeah and i know so just to peek behind the curtain a little bit you know johnny you've sort of matured along this sort of conversation you know far quicker than i have because you you flagged you wanted to have this chat a while ago and i sent back a message pretty quickly saying look i'm not ready to discuss like i'm so far off knowing what my purpose is yeah I, i feel it's not funny and you know, you you quite rightfully pointed out, yeah, but we sort of need to get the conversation started. And it sort of took me a little while to sort of understand what that meant. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, what is our purpose? It comes at a really good time about, you know, even what is our podcast's purpose and what is the purpose of what we do on, on a daily basis as well, you know, around other things that we do. Yep. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's such a good, well, the time we should – start thinking about what our purpose is is probably yesterday um yeah you know that's when um but i I do thank you for sort of sticking with me over the last few weeks when i probably because one of the questions i asked you was well do you know what yours is almost in a bit (laughs) of a uh, not you know passive aggressive kind of way like i'm not ready to talk about mine like do you even know what yours is
0: yeah well no well i'd love to (laughs) say that i do and i don't don't know if anyone fully does but yeah I'd like to sit here right now so I know the meaning of life and and I'm everything's accomplished from here on in. but no, I think what we'll do is we'll start talking about it. And we can probably start engaging with our listeners a little bit more about it. and this will get the ball rolling on us thinking about it yeah and and the way that we're going to start living our lives and or how we're living our lives and yeah. what what is our job on here and things like that. So I think you and I are huge fans of Ben Crow. We've mentioned him hundreds of times and we'll talk more about him in the next few episodes, but I suppose just for those people who don't know him, he's really highly accredited. You know, he worked at Nike with super you know, high profile athletes. He's mentored Ash Barty worked with the the Richmond football team and was, was really sort of credited on yep. one of the reasons they had such success from 2017 onwards, et cetera. Um, and he's been on, if you, if you do want to catch up on yeah. him a little bit and, and sort of find out what Dallas and I have listened to a little bit, um, the Dylan Friends podcast episode, I think it's number 57, he's on. He's mm-hmm. he's really good on that. Um, he's on the Imperfect ep- episode that he was, I think he was on it last year. And it, yep. it's from March, I think 29th of March, I think, 2021. So if you sort of scroll back through some of those catalogues on Spotify or whatever you listen to, you'll you'll be able to have a little bit of a background listen to, uh, about Ben Crow. Yeah. And we're not gonna talk about him. It's not like and he's a legend and all, and, and hopefully one day it'd be great to get him yeah. on the show, but we're not gonna talk <laughs> yep. about what he does but more about some of the things he says yeah and then try to answer some of those questions or at least talk about them yeah a little bit because ben crow says that you know everyone on on the planet this is his his philosophy is in search of two things basically our happiness and confidence yeah and to find this he suggests that we need to go on a journey to answer three simple but Definitely not easy questions.
1: Before you get into those questions, because I think probably this episode, as we spoke about before, is really sort of setting that up and we can probably pose those three questions in this episode and because we're rapidly running out of time, then, you know, over the course of the next, you know, however long with a few guests scattered in between, you know, really start to unpack that. But you were sort of talk. this isn't an episode to, and we have no affiliations, of course, with, with Ben Crow, but it's a great opportunity to sort of cross pollinate, like have a listen to some of those other podcasts that we sort of spoke about to sort of get an idea of like what we're talking about. And, and I remember, you know, and and also probably he's, he goes by Mojo Crow on Instagram and he does a little daily or sort of like a weekly sort of feed that you can sort of touch base on there. But, but it's not just this; it's it's anywhere that you find inspiration. There, there will be other people out there who have spoken about this, um, yep. and, and probably even through what are they called? TED Talks and those sorts of things. I'm yep. sure on on YouTube. But probably what I wanted to sort of say before you get into the the the, the three questions yep. is when you flag this with me, I I started thinking about the fact that with different like so go back to talk about all of our guests that have have spoken to us and everything is when we talk about what people do you know um if they've been a professional cyclist or if they're into their health and fitness or if they're ultra marathon runners or you know football coaches is people find it really easy to understand the purpose of the thing that they do that the hat that they wear yeah and even when we open up the conversation into being a parent and, and you know, that role that we play as either a parent or a husband or a partner, yep. we understand what our purpose is there. But what I've probably never understood, and sometimes it stresses me out and makes me very <laughs> anxious, is stripping all of that back fundamentally, you know, what, what what am I, you know, what's my purpose? Yeah, And it kind of, it's such a big... It's such a big question that I don't. I, I'm easily distracted to think about anything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I sort of come from in this, and yep. I hope maybe over the next few weeks, if we go back right to the start of the whole purpose of the, our podcast and our conversations, John, is yep. maybe this is the the vulnerability and the out of comfort zone stuff, and you encouraging me to keep exploring this is is the whole reason why we do this sort of stuff. So. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not, I wouldn't tell you right this very minute that I'm, I'm ready for it.
0: No. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I do need to keep saying that I don't know the answers to yeah. this either. So I'm going to keep putting that out there. That sounds like I'm some guru who's going to try and walk you through. You're the this. guru. You're the no, guru on this. I just like, I like talking about this stuff, but at risk of putting anyone through an existential crisis, because they do do your head in a little bit, these questions, mm. basically though, this is a whole positive journey. We're going to go on. All right. So you'll be right. Yeah. But, the three questions we're going to focus on over the next few weeks. And and as I said, we'll probably have a guest in between there at some point too, that might even be able to sort of help along these lines a little bit, but it's who am I, what do I want and how do I get there? So whether we do each question over a different podcast or we, we, you know, one of us talks about it one week, one of us talks about another, we're not quite sure how that's going to look yet, but I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll spread this out a little bit. I'd love to talk to some other people about this too, and, and sort of see where they're sitting on this sort of stuff. And here's some other things too. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more down the track and, and it, I'm really looking forward to getting into something like this and really getting a bit more gritty and a bit more, like you said, a bit more vulnerable about this sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I think also just to just to wrap this all up is so much of the conversations we've had around, you know, pausing and, and finding moments to, you know, to, to celebrate the wins and these things is they're all small practices in what can be seen as that little moment of selfishness around Mm -hmm. being the right person for yourself first before you can give to your family and your kids yep and i think this is just another one of those is i wonder if i ever was to dedicate the time and energy to really looking into this for myself that how much better it would make me for everybody else around me yeah and it's just one of those you know it's you got to work out your return on investment for this
0: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly
1: but yeah, it's it's exciting to think that we're now in a space, John, to sort of have this conversation. And I'm sure it's going to be more than a few episodes that we record. It'll be a lot of off-camera conversations. There'll be a lot of two steps forward, one step back in, in this conversation. And yeah, as I said, not necessarily feeling like I'm ready for it, but it's probably a conversation we should have had yesterday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do it. We'll get it over, the, like I said, down the track and... People can, uh, like I said, contribute and, and throw some things in there and, and drop some questions in or some comments, et cetera, too. So we'll take anything. Okay, before we go tonight and get into some of that stuff over the next few weeks, I just want to drop a recommendation in, something that's been doing my head in, and I wish I had done this recommendation before I even thought about it. Yeah. But since having little kids and, and you know, we've got millions of cars and tiny little toys and that floating around the house now, I wish I had bought a couch And everyone else should do this too before they have kids. That does not have a gap between the bottom of the couch and the floor, so a couch that just goes straight down to the ground. So we've got obviously most couches have legs. I wish I bought a couch without legs. Well, I think we used to own one. To be honest, before we had kids. Yes, because I am constantly under the couch, fishing out toys and cars and puzzle pieces and Lego, and and bringing out whatever else is under the couch—unsavory things. With something long, I have to find a long implement from in the Jeez. one of the drawers or in the in the tool shed or something, just to get all this stuff out or move the whole couch. Yeah. And it's it's driving me insane. Yeah. So it's either whatever goes under the couch now basically stays there until we can be bothered moving it, or yeah, I've got to get it out before the kids, you know, get themselves stuck under there. So there's my recommendation, guys. Go and buy a couch if you're about to have little kids that goes all the way to the ground and nothing can
1: get under it. Yeah. And then wrap it in mattress protectors and you're laughing
0: (laughs) that's the other thing just yeah just cover it cover it in something that can't get stains on it for the next 10 years yeah okay well i just thought i'd throw that out there and, and hopefully save a few people some real big stresses thanks everyone for listening tonight if you want to get in touch with us we've already talked about our socials so please keep an eye out on there send us some correspondence hopefully you guys can tune in over the next few weeks and get involved with some of those questions that we've labeled and Hopefully Dallas comes on and doesn't run away on me on this. So we'll do all that. Keep an eye out for our next guest coming up too. We've got a pretty cool guest coming up with some some pretty cool stories. So yep. we'll get that out in the next few weeks and looking forward to having a little bit of a chat with you Dallas over the, over the next little bit.
1: Absolutely, mate. Yep. No, no dramas. And as I said, look, it's, it's one that I don't think I'm ready for and, and many people <laughs> probably listening it's not something that they're they're all ready for but it, it's it's something that's really important to have the conversation about even if we don't resolve it it's it's oh. worth the conversation
0: that's right all right mate good to talk to you
1: thanks for listening.